a State of the Union for the Minnesota Twins and previewing the Twins-Tigers series at Target Field. It'll start Tuesday night. Let's break it all down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, April 25th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been running at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. Season number four at Twins Daily, season number three as host of this podcast. Podcast. And today we're going to a State of the Union for the Twins after 16 games. It's a day off. You take a deep breath. Where are they at? A dramatic sweep over the weekend, especially a dramatic win Friday and Sunday for the Twins. Where are they at? We're going to look at the spreadsheet. Yes, the, the vaunted spreadsheet, which I will remind you, every season I create a Twins spreadsheet of predictions for every series and it's an it's enough to win them 90 games this year in that spreadsheet. And what it does is are they keeping pace? Are they keeping pace and how far are they from a 90 win pace? I think 90 wins is going to get them into the playoffs and 90 wins might win them the division this year with how things are going. How can they win 90 games? How are they doing in April? I have that for you today. So we're going to break that down. We'll talk about that. Things are looking up for the spreadsheet and they look just a little bit scary. Before we're also going to preview the Twins Tigers series, the pitching matchups for you. Excited about that, betting lines, all of that coming on today's episode. So, the Twins are coming off a, like I said, dramatic, dramatic sweep of the White Sox over the weekend. Wasn't just a great sweep, which is a morale booster in itself and is great for the standings, but the Twins should have lost Friday night. They didn't, the offense didn't show up. They should have lost Friday night. They crushed on Saturday, and Byron Buxton was sensational Sunday, winning that game for the team. Th- those three games, that's as crushing as it can be for the White Sox and for the Twins. That's that's extremely elevating, right? You won a game you weren't supposed to. You stole it. Then Saturday, you crush 9-2. to two, And then Sunday, your heart and soul comes through with two huge home runs to hand you a walkout victory against Liam Hendricks and the White Sox. Couldn't have drawn it up any better over the weekend, really. I mean, they could have played better in some of these spots. Certainly at the beginning of, of Friday and Sunday. Could have played better offensively, but couldn't have drawn it up any better, I, I don't think, in terms of a result and how how things transpired over the weekend. So let's take a look right now at what's going on with the Twins on the spreadsheet. Again, this is in April I have predicted for them. If you're watching on YouTube... You can see it. If you're not watching on YouTube, I'll tell you. I had the Twins taking three out of four from Seattle. They split, so they're minus one. I had them splitting with the Dodgers. They lost both. They're minus two. I had the Red Sox taking three out of four from the Twins. They split instead. So what you're going to I'm not very good so far, but it's just about the pace. So keep it, keep track of the pace. That They got a game on that because I had Boston beating them three out of four. They ended up splitting 2-2. So now it's back to negative one. 
Then I had the Twins taking two out of three from Kansas City. The Royals took two out of three from the Twins. I have it back to negative two. And then I had the White Sox taking two out of three from the Twins at Target Field. Instead, the Twins sweep. So they are even up with April at eight and eight, even for the record I had predicted. I didn't have any of the series correctly picked, but that's not the point. The point is the plus minus. Are they a pace for what I would describe as a successful month given the schedule with Seattle, the Dodgers, Boston, the White Sox, Detroit at Tampa Bay to finish of 11 and 11. One of the Tampa Bay games rolls over to May. I included that in April to keep the series clear for April. So they are on pace. You will see on YouTube, I have the Twins winning two out of three from Detroit and losing two out of three at Tampa Bay. So going three and three to finish the month, six games, three at home against Detroit, three in Tampa. I have them going three and three, 11-11. When comes, we will look at May. I have them going, hint, 18 and 13 in May because the schedule is a lot lighter. It's just an exercise to highlight the schedule and where opportunities lie for the Twins. Where they left wins on the table, games won, series they should have won, where they make up ground by sweeping the White Sox, getting back in line. It's okay to lose two out of three to the Royals in Kansas City if you come back and sweep the Sox in your next series and make up for those games. Now, it's 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 not an excuse to go there and lose series. Oh, we'll make up for it. You keep kicking that can down the road. We talk about that. Try to win as many series as you can. You're not going to win every series all year. You're going to lose series you should win. This is baseball. It's 162 games. How do you respond? They responded in a great way at home against the Sox, but they should have lost Friday. And Sunday, if not for Buxton, they would have lost that game too. Results were outstanding. The process not always there, but we'll take three wins any way we can get them. Let's preview this Detroit series. Why do I think the Twins will take two out of three? And what are the keys to this series? Moving forward, we'll talk about it after this word from LinkedIn. With spring in the air, it's in time of renewal and growth personally. And professionally, as your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster did you know every week nearly a million job seekers visit linkedin it's crazy linkedin is huge and linkedin can help you today post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown mlb that's linkedin.com slash lockdown mlb to post your job for free terms and conditions apply thank you for making lockdown twins your first listen for your next listen check out the lockdown now podcast recaps of mlb games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network Free and available wherever you get your podcast. So, Twins, get Detroit now for three to finish off this little homestand. Sox for three. They went all three. Now Detroit. I think they'll five and one in this homestand. That's that's great. I mean, that's that's great. Starts Tuesday night. As we know, so much of a series is dictated by game one. Game one can really change the outlook of a series. But you can still lose game one and win the series. You can still win game one and lose the series. It's not an end-all, be-all. It's one of three. But you always feel like it would be nice for the Twins to get the first one. And it'll be Eduardo Rodriguez, who the Tigers signed this offseason, a big marquee signing, the lefty who was great in 2019. Difficult 2020 with mild carditis, didn't pitch, 
came back last year. The numbers on the surface weren't, weren't good, but he, you dig, dug deeper. His FIP was lower than his ERA by a decent amount. The quality of contact did not match the results of that contact, and he has a history of being really solid. They paid him like he's a number two. Eduardo Rodriguez is probably a number three in a good rotation, and you have to pay more for starters. We know this. You pay aces like ridiculous money. You pay number twos ace money. You pay number threes. That's just the way that it works in free agency. And so far, it hasn't been a good year for Eduardo Rodriguez. Command issues. He's got a 527 ERA. Still a good starter, a lefty. We've seen the Twins struggle with lefties. Now Jeffers and Sanchez are banged up. You don't know who's going to play. Hopefully Jeffers is back after the contusion. Sanchez sounds like it could be a little bit longer with abdominal tightness, but both missed the injured list, at least as of right now. So need you right-handed bats in that lineup. The X factor in this series, the, the X factor to me, is Carlos Correa. Byron Buxton, if healthy, we know he's going to do his thing. And we know Carlos Correa is going to do his thing as well. Buxton's the ultimate X factor every single day. But Carlos Correa, if he can turn it on and have a great series and establish himself early, like in his first at-bat of this series, that he's going to be a problem for these three games for the Tigers, that makes their job as a pitching staff doubly, triply, quadruply worse. Because now they're looking at it and they're saying, Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa swinging a hot stick now. He's hitting 192, but if he establishes himself early in this series, we know what the damage he can do. All of a sudden, you are in trouble as a, as a pitching staff. That makes it extremely difficult for you. If you're Eduardo Rodriguez, if you're the Tigers bullpen, if you're A.J. Hinch, that puts so much pressure on you. And Hinch knows what Correa can do. So I don't expect Hinch to come in and see Correa's batting line and say, oh, I, you know, Carlos Correa's hitting 192. We'll pitch to him. We'll throw him fastballs right down the middle and get him out. That's not how it's going to be. Like, they're going to pitch him carefully. But if he establishes himself, not just for this series, but gets going at the end of April, rolls that into May, it's a light schedule in May, that would be huge for the Twins. Eduardo Rodriguez, the lefty, can be difficult. Low 90s fastball, known for his change. Twins may have trouble if he's on with his command, but he's a command-first pitcher. If he's if they're drawing walks, they take those tough at-bats, they make him come in the zone. That's going to be a successful process for the Twins. Chris Paddock going to go for Minnesota. This Tigers lineup is interesting. I think it's dynamic. I think it has some real upside in Javier Baez and, and number one, the number one pick from 2020 in Spencer Torkelson, who just crushed through the minors, right-handed bat. Clearly, he is upside. Clearly, Javier Baez has upside when he's dialed in, hitting fastballs and, and trying his best to lay off those sliders away. They have Austin Meadows, who's been good in the past. They have Jamer Candelario, who had a great year last year. Miguel Cabrera is always good at target field. I don't care how old and ineffective he's been. He's always good at target field. Jonathan Scope, old friend. Robbie Grossman, old friend. Akil Badu, old friend. This is a tricky lineup because it's it's dynamic with righties and lefties, and, and that's how they've built it. They have solid left-handed hitters. They have solid right-handed hitters who have real upside in Torkelson and Baez. Then they have some good switch hitters. It's been a bad year to start for this offense. Don't get me wrong. It's been a bad year to start for a lot of offenses, including the Twins. You know, the Yankees have had their troubles. The White Sox we saw, maybe the worst of them all, but the Tigers as well. Just not not hitting, not getting it done. And as we said with the White Sox, don't let this be the series where they get going because I think the, the Tigers will have a solid offense this year. I'm more sold on their offense than I am in their pitch because I think – the names speak larger than the performance. Like Casey Mize, he's now on the injured list with an elbow issue. Had a good year last year, 
But as a former number one pick in 2018, I think his name carries more weight than what he's actually done. I think Eduardo Rodriguez, his name carries a lot of weight, especially the number and free agency. But I'm not sure he's the number two they paid him to be. Tarek Skubal is going to pitch in this series. He's actually been their best starter so far. They've had a great staff, great bullpen. Skubal has a 230 ERA, hard-throwing lefty, much different than Rodriguez, much different look. Skubal is more like Daniel Lynch, who the Twins saw in Kansas City. Going to try to come in with sliders, make it look like a fastball, and then beat you with 95-96 at the top of the zone. Twins have gotten to him at target field before, got to him last year, has serious home run problems, makes it even more that Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton have a good series together as a duo. Let's break this down more. Chris Paddock, Joe Ryan, Bailey over what to expect from the twin starters and more X factors in this series. After this word from Built Bar, have you tried Built Bar Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing on one of Built Bar's best tasting flavors. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So, so, so good. These are going to be your new flavor, your new favorite flavor. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, the puffs are included. 100% real chocolate, plus so healthy. 130 calories in most Built Bars, 4 grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Paddock. I've been impressed with Paddock so far. Love his stuff. I think he has his fastball at 95-96. I think he will improve getting out of the NL West. His curveball looks like a solid pitch. Needs a little bit more of that that lateral movement, more slider-ish movement. And then his changeup looks awesome. So I like Chris Paddock. I like what we've seen so far. This will be a test for him against, the, as I said, dynamic lineup of righties and lefties. But he has the pitch mix to get both righties and lefties out. I like this matchup for him a decent amount. Now he's still got a five ERAs, 0-2 on the records. Not always indicative, but in that Dodger start, his first start was not great. He was good in Kansas City. This is an important one, I think, for Chris Paddock to kind of set the tone. This could be an opportunity to have his best start, go six innings, you know, strike out five or six Tigers, hold him down to three runs or less. I like this matchup for him. Michael Pineda, Ryan on Wednesday, old friend Michael Pineda, just made his first start of the season, wasn't built up, still isn't built up. I think they had him at 60 pitches. So this is going to be a game where the Twins can take advantage of Pineda early, try to. We know Big Mike is he's strong. He's good at limiting damage. Like he knows how to limit damage, even with diminished stuff. Clearly, the Twins didn't didn't want him back this offseason. And if they did, they didn't make it happen. He signed for one year and five and a half million. Feels like something the Twins could have beat. And he really loved Minnesota. They really like him as a person. Clearly, they don't think his stuff is going to get outs anymore at the major league level on a consistent enough basis to rotation. Joe Ryan going for the Twins, just nails. I mean, this is a test for him, too. The Tigers got him badly last year at Target Field. So this is a chance for him to bounce back starting at Target Field against the Tigers again. Lineup looks a little bit different with Baez and Meadows, so even trickier than it was when Nico Goodrum got him for two home runs last year at Target Field. But a good, good opportunity for him. This is a good test for the twin staff. As bad as the Tigers lineup has been, this is this is kind of a barometer. Like, are they are they for real in April? And if they're for real in April, that's great. It rolls into May with a with a much lesser schedule. That's for them. Thursday, Tarek Skubal mentioned going against Bailey Ober. 
I'm just so confident Bailey Ober giving you five and and just five strong innings at the very least at this point. But going from Ryan to Ober is always interesting because it's a similar style. It's a different look with Joe Ryan's water polo fastball. It's just exceptional. And then Bailey Ober's fastball, it's more about how close he is to the plate when he releases the ball. Both fastballs rise. It's it's a similar but different look. I will be curious to see if Joe Ryan mixes in more off-speed against the Tigers this year after they got to him last year at Target Field. Maybe the same can be said for Bailey Ober this time around. This is going to be interesting within the division, how these two mix things up. Opponents who've seen them before, opponents who are going to continue to see them regularly, how do they keep them on their toes? How do they continue to win those matchups and and have the advantage? Because at a certain point, the hitter just has the advantage in a matchup. They've seen your fastball. You know, they've seen all your stuff. They've seen you really rely on your off-speed stuff. They've seen you rely on your fastball. They've seen you do all of these things. We're not to that point. I mean, they were rookies last year. Joe Ryan made five starts. But even in the early going, how do they mix it up? And how do they fare against lineups who've seen them before? I think that's especially true for Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober. To put this into perspective, Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Paddock tomorrow, Twins are a healthy favorite at minus 140. And I know this is at home, so that's probably a fair swing there. Maybe on a neutral field, this is a pick em. But minus 140, healthy favorite. Rodriguez and Paddock have similar ERAs on so Vegas. I don't know if they're looking at that specifically. That That's interesting to me. And that also tells me that the Twins will probably be favored in all three games of this series. I think they have the pitching advantage. At least have the pitching advantage Wednesday with Pineda and Ryan. I think Thursday is interesting. Wash between Ober and Scooble. And then Tuesday, also interesting with Paddock and Eduardo Rodriguez. Two guys we know can be very good, but at times haven't been. So... Starting pitching is important, as it always is. Bullpens, the Tigers' bullpen's been fantastic. Did such a great job yesterday, grinding Kendall Graveman, grinding Liam Hendricks, finally getting a chance and scoring, and they missed out on some chances as well. So do they take advantage of those chances this weekend? Did the Twins keep Javier Baez down? Did the Tigers keep Carlos Correa down? The shortstops, very important in this series. What does Byron Buxton do? Does he just take control against a lefty on Tuesday and Thursday? Like, he's been destroying left-handed pitching for years now. Does he just take control? He destroys everybody, but especially destroying left-handed pitching. Does he just take control of this series again? Do twin starters keep it going? A lot of storylines here. The Tigers think they're good. They think they're going to compete. Tigers fans think they're going to compete this year. So, uh, hopefully, the Twins can give it to them. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins first listen every day. Now, make your second listen, Lockdown MLB, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. Unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.